0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 71 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Back on Track, with the generous support of Equestrian Collections and Kentucky Performance Products. the dressage radio show coming to you from the Alltech tech pavilion at the Alltech FEI world equestrian games day two of competition at the Grand Prix when where the medals were decided today and I'm joined by Patrick Kittle from Sweden who has been a friend of the dressage radio show been a guest already Patrick welcome back to the show
2: thank you it's a great pleasure to be back and that live on Ort here that's great isn't it
1: fun well we're going to talk to you and we're going to talk to your fiance who you know uh, last time you were on the show you, you, were, you told me you were one of the happiest man's
0: <laughs> that's still true it's
1: still, still true, true. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh, your fiance, Lindell Oakley, who of course rode for Australia and still rides for Australia absolutely welcome to the show nice to have you yeah, here, nice to be here. Uh, well, we are recording, as I said, from the Altec Pavilion, bringing you uh, daily coverage here on the Dressage Radio Show. Well, today, of course, medals were decided. Um, not too many surprises, uh, but it was a very, very eventful day, and we're going to talk to uh, Patrick and Lyndall a little bit uh, because they've been watching. They both rode yesterday, so they were watching today. Um, not too surprising that the gold medal went to the Netherlands, and Germany in second place took the, br- the silver, um, but Great Britain mm. uh, beat the Americans to the Bronze medal. So uh, uh,
2: I have to correct you there. Actually, the Great Britain who took silver. It took, it took silver. <laughs> yeah. And Germany took bronze. And so Germany that tra- was actually quite a big of a surprise. I mean, yeah. Laura Bechtelsheim did an amazing round and had almost 82% today. And uh, and
1: deserved every point. It was Brilliant really arrived. good. Was Brilliant that ride. not the most beautiful ride? Yeah, it's amazing. Yes, she's yeah, she yeah.
2: got a couple of tens on the last center line and. Uh, the horse really looked good, and Laura really settled in well. So we have, we were really pleased to see that. You know,
1: and I'm not used to saying Great Britain silver medal, Patrick. That's why <laughs> it was throwing me, and I was trying to look at uh, all my results as well and at the same time. And 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 to say, I think uh, you know, no surprises with Tuttles going into no. the lead as an individual. We that's kind of a given, right? That was
2: quite a given, yeah. Yeah,
1: but you know, we've watched Laura and her riding over the years and improving the way she has. But that horse and ride, they just were so on today. And I know she was splattered with tens. I'm just looking at my notes here um, where she, she had two tens in a PF and a 10 for an extended canter and half pass and, and, uh, Piaf to Passage, mm. or pa- Passage to Piaf, I should say. But what was really touching, I don't know if you noticed the background music when she finished her test. She was coming down the centre line. It was Landon, Ho- Land of Hope and Glory, of course, Algar's oh. Land of <laughs> It was absolutely perfect, and it, I, I kind of picked up on it being an expat myself, uh, but it created a fantastic atmosphere. I thought it was absolutely stunning.
2: Well, you have to say also these uh, people now who does the music in the background, they are so clever. They do for every ride a different music and yes. every ride has some like, we mostly ride to ABBA, the Swedish people, of course. Laura yes. now rode to London and Glory. I mean, every country has their own music. And that's just, you know, the little details to make dress so lovely as it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, it really was a fabulous day sport. We got some nice weather here in the horse park. Finally. After the yesterday. After yesterday. So yesterday. <laughs> after yesterday, which affected the crowds, I think, a little bit yesterday. Yeah, it was
3: a bit quiet in there.
1: But today we got some sunshine. sunshine. It was started off a bit cooler, but I think it we got a little bit of an atmosphere. The main grandstand there was pretty full. Um certainly this afternoon when all the top riders were going, the the uh, where the medals were going to be uh, contested. So you got to see most of the rides. Did you saw Totulus as well?
2: We saw I saw almost all the rides today and yeah. I have to say uh, Totalos was of course, uh, it's not the best round I've seen him, I've seen him do better, I think in Aachen for a couple of months ago he was unbelievable. It's a little bit um, like in the PF, he jumped a little bit here, and but still in the basic he was not amazing. Crazy. Of course, uh, sad day for Adelinda Cornelissen with Parseval, who is one of the best combinations in the world. The horse bit his tongue really lightly, but uh, Stephen Clark at sea saw that and had to bail her out today. Mm-hmm. it was really sad, she was one of the absolute contestants for the absolute medals amazing. and that uh, left
3: half pass before that little hiccup was amazing she yeah. such fluency yeah. in the reach and I was thinking this is going to be such a good test and then to have such heartbreak right after extraordinary. that extraordinary
1: extraordinary, I mean to have two horses eliminated in the Grand mm-hmm. Prix and you, know, you had to feel for Adelinda. came in here as obviously a serious contender as you say Patrick and for a, a, a medal um, she was going to push Totulus all the way for sure and absolutely heartbreaking for her because it was at the beginning of the test mm. and apparently I hear that by the time she got to the gate where she was leaving, it was over already and done with. Yeah,
2: there was the, the team vet, who's also the owner of my horse Gandic, he's, uh, he's showed me a photo and it was so minimal. He must have done it just in the hold for the rainback. Yep. It was really little, but of course the judge saw it and he had to bail her out yeah. like the regulations are. Uh, but before then she was on 82 or 83% which is of course like could have been in a same league as Tota Yes,
1: undoubtedly that was going to be the main battle here uh, between those two, of course. And Lind, uh, of course, uh, Laura so close up there. It would have, uh, I think, it been all about those three. Of course, we got to the end of the competition, the last horse to go, uh, Stefan Peters and Ravel, to uh, determine whether the Americans got on the podium at all. But it was not to be. But we made history. I mean, for this is the got to be the first time ever that the British have beaten the Germans. Yeah, that, uh, huge deal. They
2: did it last year in wins on I the know. Europeans, the Oh,
1: good memory, yeah. Patrick. Am,
2: uh, good
1: reading. medal, good memory. <laughs> good
2: memory. They were second last year as well, and Germany got bronze last year. Okay. Um, what I think is that, of course, everybody was very interested in seeing Stefan Peters go again, very well, looked in a good shape, had small mistakes here and there, which, of course, cost him, but yeah. he would have had to do uh, almost 81, 82 percentage for them to beat the Germans. So he had a, quite a tough... Uh, tough run if they would have taken the third place
1: yeah and, it, and I think a lot of pressure on um, Stefan of course who's very experienced and could take it but you know after Carl Hester who of course was our guest last night on the show uh, was at ner- was was nervous and he knew a lot depended on him as the third rider to, to pull off yeah. a really good test to ease the pressure off Laura and as he said to me actually afterwards he, he knew he had to do that and he wrote a beautiful test, I didn't he? That's yeah, one that I didn't
3: get to see, which I wish I had seen that and Fiona also, I think Fiona did a really good job for the British team, getting a 70 and I think she really pulled her socks up and really put a good effort in for the team, so I think yeah. it was a good overall effort from each member of that team to get them where they were, and obviously Laura is the strongest of the team but the yeah. others are very consistent, did good jobs, did what they had to do. So I think the team really was brought up and they deserved that silver medal.
1: Yeah, it really was. Uh, history in the making, you know, if, if <laughs> it can be the Germans like that. Well, we should talk also a, a little bit about the German rides today, Patrick. Um, you know, with, with Isabel and Wrumnig, uh, you know, you you see that's such an established combination. But now that the, we're, we're raising the bar with the other team, with the other countries, that, it, that it's noticeable, isn't it?
2: No, and I mean, Isabel is a great rider. I mean, she's done yeah. so many medals and I mean, she did what she could today. The horse yeah. did good, I have to say, she was happy with that ride, I talked to her and she said she was happy with it but it's just a couple of people there, you know, like Laura and Edward and also even Stefan, who just has a little bit more quality in it, a little bit more height and step in the PF Passage Tour, that just makes it a couple of points more.
1: It does it really does, well we're going to take a short break here, but when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about your rides yesterday um, and catch up a little bit on how you guys went for your respective teams. So don't go way, way, We'll be back in just a
0: second. Are you attending the World Equestrian Games right now? If so, stop by Back on Track's booth. Number 418 to see why so many professional dressage riders, eventers, and show jumpers from around the world use Back on Tracks therapeutic products for themselves and their horses. Top dressage rider Michelle Gibson says Back on Tracks new exercise boots are the best exercise boots ever. Back on Track is a therapeutic product line used on horses to help keep them sound. From blankets to knee boots to hawk boots to leg wraps. Check out them at the World Equestrian Games booth number 418 or online at BackOnTrackProducts.com. That's BackOnTrackProducts.com.
1: Well we're back with Patrick Kittle my guest the uh, this today from Sweden who rode yesterday with uh, Skandik and of course uh, his fiance soon to be wife uh, Lindel Oakley uh, who also went yesterday for Australia uh, so let's talk about Well, ladies first let's go with uh, ah. let's go with <laughs> let's let's go with Lindel you rode just before lunch yesterday Lindel, in, in in the Grand Prix uh, of course for Australia tell us about how well... Uh, was for you.
3: Yeah, for me it was an awesome experience. It's my first time ever being on the team for WEG and, ever, and being a representative of Australia. So for me, I was very proud. Um, my horse has been very sensitive in the past and for me to even be, he was a big goal, but and I achieved that and then I got in there and he focused and was gave me a really good feeling. A couple of small communication errors, but the over feel, overall feel was fantastic and I was really proud of him. Now, really great feeling. Uh,
1: my guess is this is your first time in the Kentucky horse park. Spot on.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to get those boots soon. I'm really excited good old cowboy boots, get into the real Kentucky experience. There
1: you go, there you go. Well, what have your impressions been of competing as a competitor and as a visitor?
3: Yeah, I think they've been very warm and welcoming to us. We're very lucky. I think the Americans have been very accommodating of us. We have a great hotel where the team is staying at. Um, The facilities are very good. A little bit nervous with the steeple chasing going up to the main arena. That's a little terrifying with the Jazz, but I think it's the same for most people. That's a bit tricky, but no, I think it's been overall an amazing experience and um, also for my first representation as a rider, it's been really interesting to see behind the scenes or the dramas and all the, you realize just how special it is to actually get in that arena and finish your test and not just be a member of the team, but actually right. be able to ride it. Yeah. So I'm really thankful and really lucky.
1: Well, we should, obviously we have a huge audience in Australia um, who love to hear from Australian riders, no matter where they are, Um, and and we should explain, explain your family connection for your listeners back home, um, your family connection, the other Oatley. Yeah, the other
3: Oatley, yeah, Yeah. it's it's often, I mean, Patrick's fiance or Christy's cousin, but yeah, Christy Oatley is my cousin, and um, she's obviously paved the way for Australian dressage and been very successful, and she's currently at home getting ready for our wedding, actually, she's there now, Uh and so she's been, been a bit envious and a bit a left out of it this time, but Christy's a fighter and she'll be their next team. But um, no, that's where the history comes from. Our best ever rider is my cousin, and now I'm hoping to follow in her footsteps and make my own path and become a good rider as my own person.
1: Oh, remind our listeners how long you've been based in Europe.
3: Yeah, it feels like it's before. It's about four years now, actually. It? Yeah. It's, um, I've been based, it was never my intention to stay. I originally had planned to, to stay until Hong Kong and try and qualify for that, but things changed. I met the little blonde Swede sitting next to me. And, <laughs> <laughs> things progressed from there, and now I'm living in Europe and commuting home as often as I
1: can. <laughs> is that right? Where is home in Australia? Home
3: is Sydney. Okay, I live just outside of Sydney in a place called Goslin, which is kind of like the yep. dressage hub of Australia. So yep. well, everyone's from there. Rachel's from there, and so no, we're, it's a good place to be. But I, I miss home. But I'm also would miss this thing if I wasn't around him. So it's also you know life works well. But
1: this thing being the, <laughs> being the future, yeah, me, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's talk a little bit. More. about the Australian performances here, um, because Brett, of course, Brett Parbury went today, um, and you will have watched him. What's the feeling from the Australian camp now about how they all performed?
3: Yeah, I think overall we're pretty happy. Um, Unfortunately for Hayley, that was a bit of a disappointing experience and not expected, so um, that was really heart-wrenching for all of us to watch and see. So that was disappointing, but... um as a team, I started off first and did the best job I could setting the basis for the team and a good start. I did that, and then Rachel went in, and I was super impressed with Rachel because it's a difficult horse and she struggled through, and she's also based from home, so it's a little bit more difficult. Sure. But she rode really well and just was so consistent and good rhythm, good tempo, good frame, and she did what she had to do and got a great score, and she's into the special. Then the next rider was Hayley, and that didn't go to plan. Um, well, explain
1: it to her exactly you know, who she was riding and what yeah. happened in that test yeah, today.
3: A little mate rally, and he, obviously for those who have seen and, and watched at Hong Kong, she rode him in Hong Kong and actually got to the special and was our only Australian representative in the special in Hong Kong and um, really established partnership. And she was devastated. She felt he felt a little bit in pain in the warm up. She was a little concerned, but didn't think anything was going on because she was pushing and he felt very sound. And she said just as she went across the, um, the long, across the short end and went to the extended trot, she really felt it, hmm. and so um, bailed her out and. Then she had to walk back to the judge and confirm what she felt and leave. And then, unfortunately for Hayley, a bit of a um, difficult situation. Then she was pricked to do a um, doping test. And then another fitness test, so it was a really um, difficult time for poor Haley. And so um, he's back in the stable now, and she'll recuperate him as best she can. They don't know yet what the injury was. And um, so Which leg was that? The front leg. Yeah, there was yeah. a front leg. The judges yeah. thought it was right hind, but um, I think, it, from what I understand from the swelling, it could be a, the left front. So we'll okay. see. We'll see. But... Um, sad moment for us. Yeah, very sad. Do they know how it happened? No, she, no idea. No idea at the moment. Um, we'll see what happens and see what the vets come up with afterwards, but I've um, yeah, got a pretty upset little Haley in the stables oh. right now, so we're
1: all doing our best to look after her. <laughs> well, you know, an upsetment there, and an upsetment, as you said earlier, with the um, Dutch team, of course, losing mm-hmm. Adeline they were so they were down to three, um, and then, of course, Annabelle Belkenhol was the drop score for the Germans, uh, but um, let's talk about your uh, day yesterday, Patrick. With Scanlan, we know it's been off. We we talked to you, of course, on the show a few weeks months ago, um, and he had a he had a quiet summer, getting him back. He didn't go out much. So, what was your preparation? Talk about your preparation, Patrick, um, for oh, this competition.
2: Well, of course, the preparation hasn't been that easy. I mean, not being out, I did a Super World Cup final where I was ended fifth, had a great score. I was tenth on the world ranking list and uh, Scandic was in a great shape then he covered quite a lot and uh, we discovered that um, he got a little little bleeding in the hind leg. so my owner who's obviously also a vet said "Oh, I take it a bit easy and uh, I didn't do any shows but normally he's very good at shows and then we came here and he was like he's five-year-old again he's bucking he's jumping he's really happy like a bit over ecstatic and that was exactly what happened yesterday in the test he was just too hot he was uh I mean a hot is always nice to have but it was just a hotness that you could not control he was bucking he was piaffing in the collected walk um, of course he cantered in both extensions because he wanted to jump away um, not because he uh, doesn't want to do it it's because he's just so happy to do it and so hot to do it so the temperation was maybe not ideal for me and also when we came here we had 35 degrees and then he felt yeah. fine but then it dropped like on my day yeah. of competition we had maybe 12-13 degrees and yeah. uh, I was, that was also a bit surprising. Also, something that happened to me was that I was planned to do the second day. But then we had only three in the team and we had a bad draw, which meant that I had to start already Monday. But originally right. I was intended to start today, right. which of course made our planning totally go down the trash. And, um, you know, you can always blame on this and that, but let's in the end it uh, was just too much energy and not in place at the time when it was supposed to be.
1: So you didn't feel like when you were riding down to the stables to take him for a canter around the steeplechase course to calm him down a bit? He was piaffing all the way down to the (laughs) stables. So um,
2: he piaffed for 10, I have to say. But uh, (laughs) it was just, he just gets very excited then. And, you know, he just needs a couple of shows again. And then he will be back in his old shape and form and uh, he will quite die. And I will do a couple of World Cup shows, go for next year Rotterdam. And, you know, you learn from every experience. How old uh, is he now? He's only 11. Yeah and um, he's an amazing horse and I love the scandinavian so I think mm-hmm. he will be just fine and uh, we jog a little bit here maybe do the stipple chase one day and, <laughs> then, <you> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we just do a couple of winter shows and you know try to put this behind I look forward to my lovely wedding in a couple of days and you know that's the way sport is yeah, like yeah. we said before Adeline, they one of the gold favorites. Well, you know, how Someone unpredictable is
1: that of dressage? Exactly. You know, there's so much can happen in the sport of eventing um, over three days. But, you know, with dressage, it just, it, we, we almost broke world records today in the number of horses that were eliminated yeah, in, in yeah. one day. unbelievable. Two and horses.
2: Unbelievable. And also, like Jan Brink said to me one time, somebody said, well, dressage is easy. And he said, well, you have to be exact on the point you have to have your horse exact prepared it has to be yep. exact on that moment on that minute he said Dress us is damn difficult and, yeah, uh, yeah. No, it is right. really like that anything can happen you never know until the last rider is finished how the score is going to look like what the placings are going to be right. that's dressage but that also makes it so fun and exciting
1: yeah, yeah. That's the high level of the game, isn't it? It really gets so, so precise. Everything has to come together on on the night. Um, We're going to talk about the rest of the Swedish team in a minute, Patrick, but we'll take a short break and we'll be back uh, to hear how the rest of the Swedish team competed in this uh,
0: Grand Prix dressage. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a second. Equestrian Collections is your source for all of your dressage and tack equipment needs from Anki, Kiefer, Veritas, Bates, Vespucci, Wintech, and more. Shop in comfort and equip your dressage horse in style at EquestrianCollections.com. And become a fan on Facebook and join in one of the most vibrant communities on Facebook with over 23,000 fans. And you can win cool stuff there, too. Remember, that's Equestrian collections.com for all of your dressage needs
1: all right we're back with uh, Patrick Kittle and Lyndall Oakley we're reviewing uh, the day's uh, competition well the two days of of Grand Prix dressage here where the team medals were decided and Patrick uh, we talked about your ride but there were um, other members of the team you're going to tell us how they felt about their performances Well, of course, just leading up to this, we had a little bit of bad luck because our
2: fourth member just had a colic shortly before we were supposed to fly over. So uh, we had to go with three people, which of course is a disadvantage. Uh, The rules is that now that uh, if you only have three in team, you will uh, get a lottery, who's going to go and they're going to change that rules so actually when you have uh, three team members you're going to be in place two and three and four so that every team goes uh, in in the goal on the same time so to say, now we had to start one, two and three which of course is a huge disadvantage and uh, Minna Telde I think she was happy with her ride, she's the only one from Sweden who qualified for the special, Mm -hmm. Uh, she has a really lovely mare, I think in a couple of years when it gets a bit more secure and the judges know her a little bit better, she will be a high-scoring 70s. She's an amazing rider and the horse is really nice. Uh, Tina Williamson had, like myself, a bad day. The horse put the tongue over the bit and she lost the contact in the front. Yeah. Um, even Stephen Clark said to her after, I'm so sorry, you know, but your yeah. horse put the tongue over and uh, jumped away in three PFs. And yeah, uh, yeah. I think both Tina and myself rode on our lowest scores ever in Grand Prix. Really? and yeah. it was a black day We the swedish had this weekend you know like it was a bit when you kick the goal and it's always a little bit outside the goal yeah and that's the way it is sometimes you know you learn and you go on
1: yeah absolutely well that's what it's all about because when you get to this level you'll fine tuning and and it's so easy just to go over that edge and we saw that a little bit with the Swedish team but um, so we've got one you've got one rider that goes through to the special tomorrow the top 30 of course we should remind everybody go through to the special and then the top 15 of course go to the freestyle on Friday so it's all to play for now with these top 30 Uh, and so we let's just talk about um, the other teams um, not not just the medalist now because there there was a little bit of shifting around the spanish went mm. particularly well didn't Final you think what do you think it was
3: amazing what a great test i thought that was fantastic came in did a super solid test with a lot of flamboyance and a lot of expression but also accuracy i thought that yeah. was exciting and they're a good team. They're, they've done really well for themselves. Yeah,
1: they really have. It was a slight surprise, I think, that they, ah, they, weren't, fav- I mean, they weren't favourites for a medal. They weren't which
2: favourites, but I saw Fuego also go in mm. Kappen, and ah, he went amazingly in Kappen. He, he finished second there, very close after Isabel, with 75%, and right. he's just become better and better. Of course, Jan Bermermans, the national coach of Spain, always keeps his uh, boys in a good, cheerful mood. They're great people. They're great fun. And... Um, They have a very good team spirit in Spain, which I would really Mm -hmm. like others to see. They are very, you know, they're really helping each other. And I think that makes a good team. Sure.
1: Uh, any individual performances today, Lindell, that caught your eye over mm-hmm. the past couple of days? Um,
3: to be honest, my highlight was really Laura. Laura today was my favorite of anything, even over Tortillas, to be totally honest. Yes. I thought she did such a super test. And I've watched that horse since she did her early on, I think um, four or five years ago, when she was trying to get through a test in Rotterdam. And was it, yeah, was it, no, it was Den Bosch, I lie. She was riding yeah. in Den Bosch and the horse was cleaning up the arena. Now, here it is, second place today. Um, brilliant task, really happy for her. So that was my highlight. Um, and also for and a personal touch was Rachel because I know how yes. hard she's worked for that. So that was pretty special to be part of that and to watch her. They were probably my two
1: favorites in different aspects, two, two different Two hard reasons. spots, okay. Did you see any of the Canadians, Patrick?
2: I saw all of them. Did you? I have to say, uh, I love... Uh, from Belinda Trussell, Anton. It's one of my favorite horses. She's a sweet girl. The horse is really nice. I think that's a horse that will have the future in front of himself. He he has a lot of expression. He moves really nicely. She's very nice in the saddle. Um, Bonnie had a little bit, Bonnie Bonelli, had a little bit difficult with the Piafs today. He was a bit jumping around as well, as many horses did. Uh, I have to say that also, of course, um, Ashley Holzer pop yes. art it's a very sweet horse yes. I love that horse it yes. just has the ears in front and does its test Yeah. Uh, but for me for the Canadian I have to say Anton is my favorite horse at the moment me it's too. a really pretty horse I saw yeah. it in Aachen doing an amazing freestyle and if she, she would have been on a little bit later she would have had a couple of more points there it's a really nice horse yeah. I think if she does a good special has really good PF passage tour. She can be in the top 15. It's not impossible for her.
1: Well, we should give credit to Robert Dover, of course, our friend here on the Dressage Radio Show, been on a few times, and uh, want to give a shout out to Robert because he's just done such a wonderful job with that team. Well and truly, uh, and so passionate.
3: Oh, that's absolutely. A man. He's yes. great fun to listen on the side of the arena. Yes. You hear a mile away. That's super, that's fantastic, but you just feel his positivity. Yes. You just want to do the same. He's, he's really good for the sport and great for the Canadian team.
1: He, he certainly is, and he's really raised their game, I think, in the, the... world well, truly. Yeah. And
3: their profile as a team. Um, I think he's yeah. been very clever at promoting them in such a way that puts them in the limelight and puts them under the eyes of all the spectators and of the judges. And I think they've done also remarkably good jobs as individuals and as a team. And,
1: that's what they've got them here today uh, with robert's help great team and you know um, the endurance uh, that finished on on monday was won by a spanish rider who had a baby about uh, 7 weeks ago oh. And she beat the, uh, the Unite, the shoulder shakes, she beat all the boys. And and we should mention that there's just a segue here to Natalie so saying we can start of Denmark, <laughs> of course, who uh, also uh, took a break off to start a family. Did you see her go today?
2: I saw her go today, did a brilliant test. I mean, Digby is not the biggest mover, but Natalie's an unbelievable correct rider. The horse just, you know, it starts off and you think, yeah, okay, it's nice, it's nice. But then she starts doing Piaf Passage yeah and the horse just like puts the hind legs under. Natalie, of course, really very correct rider sits mm. really beautifully mm-hmm. uh, and just didn't do any mistakes and if you watch them all today I think mm. y- you just have to do a good secure test and then you yes. have a good mark but yes. it's the mistakes that cost you too much if you have a yeah. little mistake you go down on four or five uh, that just costs too much and the people like example Carl Hester the horse is maybe not super expressive no but it but does a really clean yes, really mood, nice yes. test Carl's is a super rider he's yeah. even got a nine for seat yeah uh, it's just, you know, nice to look at and that results in good
1: points. Yeah, you get rewarded for, for that kind of uh, polished performance. And Absolutely. Any of the other Danish Danish riders, did you see any of those, uh, Linda, will go what today? did I see? Um, I wish i
3: seen. Actually, I didn't get to see one of them, which is a real shame. I watched Sooner in the warm-up, and I thought he did a really good warm-up. I was interested to see that test, but unfortunately their timings were similar in, to the Australians
1: a lot of the time when the warm-ups were on, so I didn't get to see them, which was unfortunate. Uh, we should mention, of course, the Swiss. They didn't have a team. They had some individual riders. Did you see any of them? Yeah. I saw
2: both of them, uh, yes. Uh, I mean I, I know them both very well they are super sweet girls um, Corinth, of course just such a little adorable horse and uh, also one of these horses that just went in, she did a test got really high scores I'm so happy for her, she did. She was in Aachen she was really not so happy in Aachen, she did a lot of mistakes the Swiss uh, Federation was almost contemplating not sending a team, and then they uh, the two individuals and then they sent them and they did super here so that's good for them
1: well, I'm just um, um, going to take a short break here, Patrick. And uh, when we come back, we're going to look at um, how the Grand Prix Special is going to shape up tomorrow um, and get your thoughts on how this is going to conclude. Uh, now you've got uh, something of an easy week for the rest of the week for you guys, right? Sadly, <laughs> sadly, we would have we're had it differently. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like tennis, you know, you could get knocked out in an early round, right? But, you know, and you get an early flight home. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the way it
2: is in sport. And, yeah. you know, if it wouldn't be like that, wouldn't be sports so it's just to shape up and come back again
1: all right well we're going to talk about uh what's to come here on the dressage radio show when we come back from our break here so stay tuned
0: when horsemen were asked what they were looking for in a nutritional supplement for their horses the answer was easy one that is affordable effective and scientifically proven kentucky performance products took that message to heart and developed supplements that meet those needs All of their supplements, from Nalox Acid to Summer Games Electrolytes and Joint Armor, are formulated based on sound research. They are affordable so that you can count on them to deliver results. To choose the right KPP supplement for your horse, go to kppusa.com. Or to learn more about horse nutrition and interact with the experts at KPP, join their Facebook page. Just search for Kentucky Performance Products.
1: Well, I'm back here with Lyndall and uh, Patrick as we summarise today's Grand Prix. And as I said, the uh, gold medal went to the Netherlands 229.745, unless Patrick's going to correct me now because <laughs> I didn't even get the medals right at the top of the show. And uh, in silver medal position, uh, Great Britain with 224.767. I must point out that these at this time of recording are provisional scores. They have not yet been confirmed. And when we came away from the stadium, uh, Germany in the bronze medal position with 220 Point four nine five, and Patrick is is going to correct me, aren't you, if I'm wrong on this? Yeah, I there? think you're pretty. Am, correct. I, am I more correct than I was at the you top of the show? Very
2: <laughs> correct now, and um, <laughs> I definitely think that this will be the standings overall as well. Yes, well yeah. deservedly. They all all these three teams did great rounds. I mean, one to mention is Christoph Koschel, good friend of mine.
1: Absolutely, he's such
2: yep. a great guy. His wife, they're lovely people. Uh, yeah, they work really hard with the dad together, and uh, he did a super round. Just. Nice, you know, he's a debutant in the team, he did a great yes, job. Yeah, um, so I think that the one, two, and three it was absolutely well deserved as it was. Oh,
1: yeah. y- I mean, you huge experience for him. Um, seems a very nice guy. I actually spoke oh, to him the other fantastic. day, lovely great guy. You should interview him, he's yeah, a great he would, guy. Yeah, Definitely. all right, maybe we can get you to come back and Bring bring, uh, bring him bonding. along. There you go, <laughs> boy bonding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we need to take a look at what's to come, Patrick. We've got the Grand Prix Special starting tomorrow morning, um, the crack of dawn, well actually not too early, uh, we've got 30 riders gonna get through for top 15 of those go through and uh, dance the night away on Friday to music. Um, looking at those that are at the top of the, that leaderboard now, uh, what are your predictions Patrick?
2: Well of course, I mean Totelas is the, I think he will definitely tomorrow He's not allowed to do too many mistakes. Laura is mm-hmm. a stronger one in the special. The cure, I definitely think, is Edwards. That's nobody going to touch him in the freestyle. You
1: don't think even if Laura keeps no. going the way no. and no. even improves on it? No. no. no can't, not Not in the
2: freestyle. Then nope. something bad's going to happen. That belongs to him. That belongs to him. The special is more open. Uh, okay. Laura is a great special rider. The horse has fantastic PF passage like we saw today with a couple of um, he's If Totlas doesn't make mistakes, he will win. If he makes mistakes, he's going to be close. Of course, Laura... Also also has to do the the ride that she did today I think it was the ride of her life today I've never seen the horse go like that and she was so happy after it was really cool to, to watch and to see um, Stefan Peters was not super in shape today I think he did a couple of small mistakes so mm-hmm. if he cranks it up a bit he can also be there in the in the top uh, scoring and um, Isabelle is also I think Isabelle is a fighter, and I never count her out.
1: Never, no. Never. Never.
2: And she finished fourth today, yeah. so never count her out. But it's also a couple of them coming, let's say, from eighth place to first place. They can all be in the, in the battle of the top positions, absolutely.
1: Yeah. What, what are your thoughts? You're going to agree with him because you're about to marry him? Oh, you better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now.
3: I feel like I have to back away. No, um, I agree, but I do think Laura can give him a challenge tomorrow and I really hope she does. Um, but I also think the little Spaniard don't care about that little man and I think he also rides a very good special. And um, Like Patrick said, at Capel, he was
1: fantastic. Just remind our listeners with who Fugo. that
3: is. The little Spaniard with Fugo. He's a great horse, great combination, the leading member of the Spanish team and, right. and deserves so um, that's my little pick, and I also, uh, Patrick also mentioned Anton. I yep. would really like to see that one crank up another notch tomorrow, and I think she can do it. Um, also on the Aussie front, bring on Brett. Brett's got a Brett, finish yeah. in the 15th place today and he's got okay. a good horse that can do the special very well. Um, okay. The strength's in piaffe, Passage and the canter Tour is generally very consistent. So he would have a good play, chance of getting into the final and I would love to see that for Australian sport. That would be brilliant. Yeah. So um, they're my outsiders, but um, the, obviously the, the top ones are going to battle it out for the top few medals. The cream
1: is going to rise to the top, absolutely. as, always, huh? yeah. as always.
2: And also this uh, test is of course a test where PF Passage come more into game especially it's the, yep. the special is quite a different test to Grand Prix the, the Grand Prix is I think a slight more Uh, based on the canter tour you have if you have a good canter tour you can get more points but the Special is more based on really good piaf passage tour if you have a horse that has easy to extend a trot collected trot piaf passage you can get a huge amount of scorings there and um, we're gonna be fun to see tomorrow and we're gonna be benched that's for sure
1: yeah you'll be there on the bench um so let's take it one step further then to the freestyle patrick any any thought i mean obviously you think Totilis is Unbeatable.
2: Unbeatable. The night, the music he has, the the spotlights. The arena's going to be full. It's uh, apart from the vaulting freestyle, it's the only show that's sold out here. Yes, it's uh, there was the first one that was sold out, and that's really good for the sport. I mean, for a long time dressage was always thought of something that was just on the side of the jumping, and nowadays it's actually dressage really sells, and that's we are thrilled about that. Well,
1: you will know, of course, what happened in Vegas that the (laughs) uh, warm-up. the, the practice days in they Vegas were for work They were up for that. That was <laughs> Incredible. And, and did you watch um, Ed Gull, um warming up with Tactiles at the warm-up area? Of course, that's very accessible for the public here. Yeah, um, that that two sides of that where they could get it was 3D. Oh, amazing. With I people. know.
2: Yeah, no. but he's such a cool horse. He's used to it, he and everybody's used to it. And um, I think it's great for the sport. Keep it like that. Oh,
1: that's brilliant. It's great for the sport. There's no doubt about it. And we we are also confident about Ed. Edward Gal pulling this off with Tatius, and of course the crowd went wild today when he came in. And are we are we putting so much pressure on the rider? And, and now, from so much expectation on them. I mean, it, 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 I mean, as a rider, how does that feel? If you were riding with people three deep around the warm-up area, um, does that put a pressure on you that affects your riding? How do you channel that? I think you just have
2: to, like I'm sure for myself and also for Edward, we go into a bubble. You have your trainer in okay. your ear. You're here. You, you focus on your horse. I think uh, you learn to accept that. And, of course, if you're like Edward, just a big pop star, basically, Yes. Uh, you get used to it. You have to. If you want to be number one, you also have to be uh, familiar with that people will adore you and people will look. People will also criticize in between. Um, and Edward is just fine with it. And I think uh, the the freestyle is going to be his night. I saw him. I've seen him so many times. I know him really well. The music is awesome. The horse is fantastic. The spotlights, he comes in. He's black. It's like a fairy yes. tale. Yes. So, I think the odds is like (laughs) 10,000 to one on him on that night. 10,000 to one. Well, we're not going to bet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it really is um, so special to watch them now. It's almost like Totilus needs his own security detail to to protect him from his adoring public um, so it's going to be as you say very very special here as we get towards the freestyle on Friday night now tell us before you go Patrick um, your experience here at the Kentucky Horse Park for the first time obviously your experienced on the on the Swedish team well, what has it so far been like being a competitor here? It's been great I mean
2: a couple of um,
1: what I think is a little bit
2: difficult is that every four year of course it's a World Equestrian Games but every nation has it for the first time so every nation kind of you know makes a couple of mistakes like for, for myself it was we had a di- bit difficulties with the familiarization they changed that a couple of times uh, we were not allowed to ride with the lights on okay. which is of course for some horses a bit difficult so it's small things but in in the total they've been fantastic here we have great surfaces we've been taken care of really well um It's just you know you go to a new country you see new people you meet new people it's uh, it's amazing and it's a
1: great experience all round no matter what happens isn't it you take away memories that live with you forever
2: everybody I mean I saw the Japan Japanese girl she had a 64 she was in tears for happiness we had the Brazil girl she was happy you know everybody's just happy with their performance to be here no matter what level you are uh, if you're in the top five or if you even in the bottom but just yeah. to be on the World Equestrian Games yeah. it's very few people that has that opportunity in a lifetime sure
1: sure and I th- we hope of course um, that that especially the Europeans will go away from the Kentucky Horse Park with a great ex- you know, experience uh, and, and, and a- appreciation of what we have here in the Kentucky Horse Park, which is pretty special. I'm sure you've seen the indoor arena where the rainings are taking place. Mm. It's a terrific competition facility here isn't it? I think the World Equestrian Games will really put it on the map. I, I don't think there's anywhere else in the world that can really beat uh, no. As for the facilities.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And Altash, of course, as a major sponsor of this, I have to say, uh, has done a great job with this. They helped with the indoor for the for the raining here where we're sitting now at the moment. It's amazing. And um, it's just super to be here. They now also have the para riders yes. involved, which I think is yeah, a great thing. Yeah. We, I'm so happy. I watched them one day do their performances. And they, you know, they're just the same... Uh, What you call it? Like nervous. They are nervous. They do. The grooms are happy. They're all. It's just a great fun to watch as well. So it's. I think everybody, no matter what, will take a lot of good memories from here.
1: Absolutely. Well, we've got a lot more to come here. Of course, we'll be bringing you coverage from the uh, Grand Prix special tomorrow on the Dressage Radio Show. Um, We we're enjoying good weather here today, and I hope it's good. uh, I'm sure that's just going to be according to the the forecast. We're going to have good weather here for the rest of the week um nice to be on all weather footing though as you said i mean no one's complaining about the footing out there
2: amazing footing in all all arenas really good we haven't we have so many practices arenas the indoor arena is good and it's actually the public is quite far away so it's not difficult to be in there Um, we're just looking forward to it and to see the special tomorrow and see which 15 lucky bastards
1: who are allowed to do the <laughs> Oops, freestyle. Oops, I'm not going to edit that <laughs> <laughs> The lucky ones. <laughs> so, what, how are you going to spend the rest of the week? Do you, when do you have to fly out again?
3: Um, we leave Saturday, Saturday after okay. the cur, and then we arrive okay. back in Germany Sunday morning and then literally okay. repack the suitcases and head home for the wedding on the Sunday night. So, it's yep. no mucking around for us. So, I'm going to look forward and enjoy the special and then the cur, and hopefully do a bit of sightseeing around Kentucky and Lexington and see what and see oh, all the site. So I'm looking forward to that. Make it a real experience, not just live in the the bubble that is the Weg.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Good to to take advantage of the area as well. Um and um what I was going to say, of course, when you mentioned the, the wedding, you had mentioned it on the show before, Patrick Helmut, you were lo- obviously looking forward to that. Of course, there's a big smile <laughs> in his face. If only we could capture a smile on the radio, this just is like the one. It's like the Frog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's not green.
1: <laughs> <laughs> will, will you be riding your horse? That was the question I wanted to ask. Will you do much with your horses now, every day, or do you just a canter around the steeplechase? I can't around the steeper, chase I, run the
2: steeper chase. I will, for my sake, as well as Linda, I think I speak for both. Mm. So We will give the horses, of course, a little bit of uh, free time right. and, uh, just move them let them be happy uh, they also have a long flight back home sure and um, then when we get back from a nice lovely wedding and a nice lovely honeymoon uh, then we start again and then the winter season comes then we're back yeah, at square back one
1: well hopefully the horses will go away with the taste of the kentucky bluegrass you guys will go away with wonderful memories Uh, remind us when the wedding is patrick it's the
2: 9th of uh, october it's the actual wedding day the guests fly in on the 7th and the 8th we have a little uh, get-to-gathering a barbecue and uh, then we fly off to the maldives for a week and then we're back home on the 19th on the 19th all
1: right it's gonna be amazing um you're from Sydney, so are you going to tell us exactly where the wedding is going yeah, to be? Yeah, that's
3: easy. It's actually in the family. Um, my family is involved with Hamilton Island. It was a business that they um, entered into after Rosemount Wines. And so my family have Hamilton Island, a great spot, Great Barrier Reef, recommend it. Um, oh, wonderful. So we have a um, six-star resort on the island. And so we're very lucky to, that my grandfather gave us that pocket of the island to have for the wedding. So we have um, all of our family and closest friends all together in one place. That's lovely. Three days to really celebrate and have a nice time and relax. Then Absolutely.
1: And just <laughs> relax from the experience of the World Equestrian Games. It didn't go quite as well as you would have done, but taking away, as you say, wonderful memories and looking forward to your wedding. So we want to wish you all the very best with that. Congratulations again to both of you on, on the, that upcoming wedding. And uh, big smile on Patrick's <laughs> face. So I wish I could capture it. <laughs> and, and thank you so much for joining us on the show again. I hope you'll come back with uh, husband and wife. Oh.
2: Uh, we will definitely... We'll no will as uh, husband and <laughs> wife and uh, we're thrilled to be here and thanks Chris again for having us yeah, it's you. a great time here
1: yeah wonderful well thanks again both of you we'll be back tomorrow with as I said a roundup above the Grand Prix special and yet more guests here on the Dressage Radio so so until then it's Chris Stafford signing off from the Kentucky Horse Park and the Altec FEI World Equestrian Games thank you all for listening around the world and don't forget to come back tomorrow for yet more coverage uh, we'll look forward to talking to you then you can find our show notes at dressageradio.com. You can visit us on Facebook. We have a fan page there. Or follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio and Chris E. Stafford. You can send me an email at chris at horseradionetwork.com or leave us a voicemail at 270-803-0025. Our thanks again to all our sponsors here and our backstage crew.